Hello, 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 my friends. How are all of you doing today? Again, on a fine Tuesday evening. I'm so happy, guys. I'm so happy. The weather has been amazing. Everything's starting to turn up. I love seeing the sun more. I just love the heat. I just love hot weather. I love I love the the feeling and the warmth of the sun. It's just it's unmatched. It is truly unmatched by any feeling that exists. I hope everyone's doing super well, my beautiful beautiful friends from the internet. So, welcome to the Reddit Asks Us podcast. Before we head into the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, make sure to comment, and to subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, then make sure to leave us a rating, and also please leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, at Reddit Asks Us Podcast, where there's new clips of the show on a weekly basis. I am your... Excuse me. I am your very excited and really anxious and uh uh really ex- well anxious and excited and happy to be able to sit down and chat with you guys for another Tuesday. I am stoked. I think that uh this episode is going to be different. It's going to be a little interesting. So, uh welcome back everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Red Ass Ass podcast. I know uh there's a new audience members tuning in every single week. I think just within the last 2 weeks we've seen the audience grow by at least 10 people. So that's ridiculous so thank you so much for tuning in it's uh it's a pleasure to have everybody here and like i say always this is a collective experience okay this is not me chatting to you over your headphones or over your amazon speaker whatever you're using your whatever it is the amazon home i know some people listen to that or listen to the podcast over that uh or your speaker, whatever you, wherever you're, whenever you're listening to this, this is a collective experience, my friends, because we are all engaged in this, and this is what makes the show fun. Okay, so this week's episode, a little different, a little interesting. I think I'm probably going to go over these a little bit more quicker, because they're not a lot, a whole lot of stories, just interesting things. This one comes from the main Ask Reddit page for this week. People with street smarts, what is your most street tip? And I thought this was just interesting because I'm, I grew up very much, I wouldn't say, I would say very much not in the streets. Uh, I grew up in a nice, in nice, fairly nice suburbs, you know, my whole life. So I don't have much experience with the streets. And uh, I, I mean, and like even from where I'm from, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of kind of crazy stuff that happens. Uh, but I wouldn't say like, like, you know, and I've seen some crazy stuff. Don't get me wrong, guys. I've definitely seen some crazy stuff. I've, it's not like I'm completely uncultured in that way, but I don't know. It, it's not. It's not like I live in New York or Chicago or something or Los Angeles. Like I've just never been exposed to those environments. There are rules there that people learn at a young age that that I just would never be know or be exposed to. So let's get right into it, everybody. The first comment comes from user Dicky Schmidt thirty three. Always look like you know where you're going, even when you don't. I think that's going to be a common theme throughout a lot of these uh, little anecdotes and tips for advice. Is this idea that you know you're that if you're confused about where you're going, just look like you know where you're going, which is just interesting. I think I feel like that helps people maybe blend in a little bit more. I, I might be a little, I might be uh, philosophizing or theorizing about what some of these rules are for if they're 
pretty quick and simple, but I can imagine it's because it's just meant to uh, d- d- distract attention away from yourself because if somebody believes that you might live in some sort of area, I'm, I'm, again, guys, I'm only theorizing, but uh, I'm sure maybe some of you listening might actually know why, But uh, and you can you know, let me know if, you, if I'm right or wrong, but I would think that it's just to help uh, assimilate yourself into a, a given environment and to not... Uh, uh, attract too much attention to yourself for being in a certain place at a certain time and looking like you're confused about where you're going because people can take advantage of that because you don't know where you're going. All right, that's a very interesting one. So next one we have here from Mercury82JG. Only break one law at a time. I was I was kind of confused about this one. I'm like, I mean, are you aren't you not supposed to break any laws? <laughs> like, I don't know, like, maybe that's just from the, from the street, I, this is when I was a little bit more confused, only break one law at a time, I mean, I could see how, like, yeah, only break one law at a time, but, I don't know, I'd be, I'd be curious to get a little bit more of an explanation for that one, next one comes from Chandlery, user Chandlery, if you see something potentially illegal going down, don't look directly at them, especially if you know that you're not going to be reporting it to the police, Then we got a reply from blank blank saying, was once on a subway when I heard a loud metallic clatter, looked over to see what it was, some dude behind me had dropped his gun, (laughs) immediately went back to looking dead ahead, and then got off on the next stop. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I would be like, yeah, I I didn't see anything. I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what happened, I am unaware of the situation, I would please like to forget that this ever happened. That is such a, that's such a, such a crazy thing to like, to see, like, you know what people, I just find it's fascinating sometimes how people live normal lives and what they believe to perceive is in their like normal little bubble. And then something just totally out of the blue happens that is completely unpredictable and something that you have like little to no experience with. And it can, it has, those moments can have like the potential to like alter and change your life. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if that went down differently. Imagine this dude points the gun in his face and be like, what did you see? You know, blah, blah, blah. People are crazy. He's carrying a gun like that just around. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm going out on a limb here, folks. And based on the vibe of this whole subreddit, I can, I would assume that this gun was not obtained in a legal fashion. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, you know, these situations can be just so crazy with something that is completely out of your control can thrust you into a, a completely unknown uh, and a very uh, undesired territory. So, uh, yeah. So this next, and then there's also a reply coming from mitochondria. I got verbally ac- accosted by some man in a parking lot who thought I had seen whatever illegal shit he would he just did, even though I wasn't looking that way at all. I just didn't say a word and kept walking, but he kept yelling and said he was going to get my tag number, which was unsettling. Drug dealers, maybe don't schedule your f- drops in a fucking Publix parking lot, and you won't have to worry about onlookers. As another reply here from Jdella512. My friend accidentally witnessed a huge exchange in the parking lot of a motel. He knew because uh, he was outside for a cigarette 
and it was like three in the morning and these dudes pull up and start loading bags from a room into the car with one clear leader looking out. When the leader spotted my friend, he immediately pretended to be blackout drunk, even dropping his cigarette, but repeated, repeating the motion of bringing it to his lips to smoke. He wanted to look incoherent. He went back to his room, locked his doors, and didn't sleep the rest of the night. Yeah, I would have been hella paranoid. And also the worry is there too, is if you're like, if you if they see that you're like clearly, I mean, they obviously have something larger on their hands right now, but if they see that you're like clearly incoherent, I'd be so worried about getting robbed. Like, even if you're just like playing it off, like I'd be, I, you know, the, anyone can take a, uh, advantage. Oh, this dude, I don't know. Why don't we just quickly rob him? Like, cause obviously you're not in your full capacity. So the next one comes from Chicago fan. Spot with a PH. Um, Walk on the road if you're in a real shady neighborhood and it's late at night. Not in traffic, but away from alleyway entrances. I heard this comment in here a couple times. Makes sense, kind of, because every time, like, I mean, it, you know, you, you gotta watch movies and TV shows with a grain of salt. Also, I feel like I should have done this, or maybe I hope there's something coming back to this. Uh, I have to watch The Wire. Everyone tells me to watch The Wire, and it's, like, really, really amazing. It's, like, apparently one of the best TV shows ever made. I don't doubt it. Uh, rest in peace, Omar, though. Um, but he was in an episode of Community. But anyways, um, I feel like a lot of these street tips would make, maybe make a little bit more sense to me if I watched The Wire. Because, uh, I mean, like, you can only, yeah, you got to take television with a grain of salt. But, I mean, according to what people say is a lot of that show is very realistic to how it is in real life. And there's some movies and and TV shows where they have little scenes like this, where it's like, oh, maybe the whole story of what the movie's about isn't entirely accurate. But there's, like, little scenes here and there about, you know, how you're not supposed to, like, walk uh, on the sidewalk, and, you know, because people can jump out at you really quickly from, like, a, a dark alleyway or something like that. Which, you know, makes total sense. All right, next one comes from user Bonnie Fox, Bonnie J. Fox. Security guards, doormen, food cart operators, and blue-collar workers in general are well-versed about location of the nearest restrooms. That's interesting. I don't know. That's like a street. That's like a street tip. I don't think that's like a hood tip. Like I don't. I don't, I don't think of that. That's like a, you know. I mean, maybe, uh, but also I'm pretty sure somebody commented and said that these people, security guards, doormen, food cart operators, blue collar workers also know where a lot of like exits are for things, uh, just based on like what they have to know for their jobs, which eh, makes sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, that seems just like a good street tip, man. If you just want to know where a nearest restroom is, try looking for a, your local security guard, doorman, food cart operator, bl or blue collar worker, and you might be able to find the bathroom and not have an accident in your pants which would be ideal <laughs> all right next one comes from obx tall dude if an attractive woman asks for directions look for her partner behind you or going into your car to take what they can grab typical vacation area scam interesting uh reply from bad poetry abounds walking in vegas one night I had not one, but two, my car won't start. Uh, won't you come to this alley and help me fix it? Women tried to persuade me to help. Uh, the, woman tried to pay, the women tried to persuade me to help out. Like, nope, kept walking. I feel like I've seen that in a couple movies and TV shows. Like, hey, here, come down this dark alleyway where no one can see us away from public. And you can help me fix my, my broken vehicle. And you know what, man? 
this is tough, man. It, this is really tough. And this is this is one of the reasons why it's interesting to read of these because it's like, man, if you come from a, just a nice area and and you know you've have grown up a relatively normal life and you don't aren't aware of these sorts of like scams that go down and people who run these types of things like nice people are so gullible you know what i'm saying like that that's what a lot of these scammers prey on is people being is people being ignorant basically of 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 the uh the neighborhoods the you know, the traditions of of these lines of work i guess you could say it's scamming um or the lines of illegal activity but yeah, man, like, I can't imagine, I reckon, I can, I guess I can't imagine how easy it is, because that's the thing, is, like, uh, even thinking about somebody like myself, like, if somebody asked me to come help them try to fix their car, I mean, I don't know shit about cars, so I'd probably just be like, I can't help you fix your car, because I don't know anything about cars, but, I'd, uh, regular people, nice people, will have the inclination to want to help, right, that's, like, what you're taught, they use that stuff to, to, to your, to their advantage, is the things that people are taught growing up about what it means to be a nice person and 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 what it means to be helpful and what it means to be generous and kind and and stuff and then they a lot of scammers and and criminals will use those uh, traits and manipulate you to get what they want because ugh, it just frustrates me you know what I mean it's just like sad that that's the way that our world has to work man like that we, we have to be scamming people and and not promoting positivity and promoting you know actually good values but you know what that's a larger conversation anyways next one comes from user skate pie you can get into a lot of places by holding a pizza uh and then a, a reply here from lo-fi ski uh which is the which is op uh, and ladders. This was like a, the only reason why I like m marked off this one is because there's like a David, Do David, David Dobrik video, uh, like on Instagram. I think it was on YouTube too. And <laughs> it was like him and his friends and they just like walked, I guess, I guess, I don't think, I don't think David per, like, uh, par partook because people would probably recognize him, but it was a couple of his buddies and they would, would just videotape them walking into random places with a ladder and they literally got in everywhere movie theaters like events uh hotels like literally anywhere you could get in anywhere as long as you're carrying a ladder people just like and it's so funny they got like a couple nods too and everyone's just like yep yep yeah have fun make sure you gotta get that work elevators and all that stuff uh, and, and it's funny because they were they were dressed so casually too. They weren't even dressed like workers. They were dressed they were dressed in like shorts and t-shirts, like just literally a ladder. Because people don't notice that stuff, right? People just notice the ladder, and and it's like it's another like social custom, right? It's another social sort of thing that we're conditioned to believe is that you know if they have a ladder and they must be some sort of worker of some kind who would use the ladder. But I guess you can use a ladder to get in pretty well anywhere you want. Um, Next one comes from Sinhor Sus. Uh, when you stop your car, always make sure you have enough room in front of you for an escape route. It's impossible sometimes, but do the best you can. Then we have another reply here from Megastrate101. And don't be afraid to run them over if they're trying to kill or kidnap you. I feel like this is one that I saw a lot in... Um, I've seen a lot in videos on Instagram about like the Mexican cartels and stuff and how... Yeah, there's certain like ways that you're supposed to drive. Like there's a, there's a couple of videos uh because like cars that you would just uh from what I heard is like the cartel 
will just like drive or people in the cartel, whatever, will like drive regular vehicles around, like just as if they were in regular traffic. And then when somebody is driving solo, like just a random person is like driving solo next to them, beside them, they like will call their call the their friends or whatever, or their fellow members and and they'll like pull up on them and and like be like oh I'm here there's this one solo car there's nobody else around and then they'll just pull up on this person rob the shit out of them and take everything they have and potentially even kill them so I um I definitely know uh, I've seen that one I don't like know know that one but I've I've seen that one on Instagram Next one comes from Presence Electric 69 If someone starts to loudly state that they've lost their wallet or phone, don't obviously or immediately go to check on yours in your bag or pocket. It's a common pickpocket technique to get people to show the pickpockets where their stuff is. Very interesting. I've never been pickpocketed before. I don't know anybody who's ever been pickpocketed before. But that is that's very smart because, of course... If you just, even if you just ask somebody, like, even if they, yeah, it's like, oh, I've lost my wallet, I've lost my phone. People's natural reaction is to, like, bring out their phones to, you know, start using flashlights and stuff. And it's like, then it gives them an immediate, uh, an immediate clue as to where you put your, uh, your devices and stuff or your wallet or whatever. Next one, we have a reply here from Site WTF Man, or, yeah, Site WTF Man. Uh, if someone asks asks you for help, like my car won't start or really anything, don't help them, but offer to call someone for them. My dad's told me this, actually. I learned this about 10 years ago. I had to do a thing in the bad side of town once a week early in the morning. I would get there about 5 a.m. They opened at 6, but I wanted to get in and get out and leave. There were a few other regulars at that time for the same reason. One I befriended was a lady named Kim. We were both there one morning. A couple of guys pulled up in a car about 100, 100 meters, I don't know, 100, or what is that, 100 yards? I'm sorry. Um, and they got out, lifted the hood, made some noise, called us over to help them, and they were having car troubles. Kim told me to stay where I was. I shrugged and said, okay. She walks over. They talk for a few minutes. They drive off. She comes back. Kim says, they didn't have car trouble. They were going to rob us. I said, Seriously? No shit. Why did they drive off then? Kim says, I showed them the gun in my hand. And then she showed me the gun in her hand. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's wild, man. That's, that is wild. I could have never imagined like having to like carry a, a firearm with me on like, oh, like all the time in order to like protect myself. Like that's just like, man, like that paranoia, dude. Like I just don't, I just don't fuck with it, man. That, that energy is just... It's just negative energy. Paranoia to me just screams negativity. So the next one comes from Sorta underscore Rad. Lock your doors as soon as you're in a car. And we have a apply from Ninjamin underscore King. Had a friend who got into this habit. She hopped in her car one day and there was about a 0.5 second difference between the lock activating and a random guy yanking at the passenger side with a knife. Stay safe out there. That's wild, man. That's wild. I guess like that's if you if you are going to rob somebody that way or take somebody's stuff, it's that's that's the time to do it, man, cuz you're in a compact space, there's nowhere for you to go. You know, that you basically one-on-one with this person and then they kind of got you at their mercy, especially if they have like some sort of weapon on you. Sorry, folks. I'm a little tired today. So next one comes from Land Minen. Uh 
Always put something between yourself and the ground, even if it's just a piece of cardboard, especially on asphalt. It absorbs heat and it will feel like it's sucking the life out of you. Then we have another reply from can opener in a can. That's a very street tip, quote unquote street. Yeah, that one's actually literally a street tip, like literally on the street. If you are having having to sleep on the street. Have any of you guys ever had to sleep on the street before? I don't know. I feel like my dad has some story about how he had to like sleep on a street or something like that. I have no idea, but I mean, he's gotten himself into some very weird situations before. Nothing that's ever like, at least not that I'm aware of, been extremely life-threatening, but he just is a, he can be an odd guy at at, at points and sometimes he'll just do weird stuff like that, but it, it seems like that's something, a tip that my dad would know, like, like, oh, you should put cardboard down Okay, but uh, yeah, that's a very that's a very literal st- or street tip in the literal sense. So we have a next one coming from Vicious Attacker eighty six fifty two. This person's looking a little sus in the chat. Vicious Attacker eighty six fifty two. You're giving out street tips. Mm, I'd be careful. Um, and this one got six awards too. Fifteen point six k upvotes. Wow, someone's sussy baka. You didn't see shit. Uh, this next one comes from Spice, or it's a uh, reply for the comments. Spiciest meme lord. This is so true. Local arcade slash bowling alley. I walked in on these two huge dudes doing blow. Made eye contact with one of them. Looked up as I came into the bathroom. Got challenged and said I didn't see anything. And walked aw- and went away to wash my hands. <laughs> as I leave, they offer me some for being cool. I don't want to fuck with coke, coke, so I said I'm all good. Dried my hands and left the room. Yep, that's probably the best thing. Just be an NPC. I feel like the best, sometimes the best, the best, uh, the best rule of thumb is to just be an NPC. And for those of whom who are unaware what an NPC is, I know I have a little bit of an, I have a small fraction of a little bit of an older audience that may not be aware what an NPC is. Non-playable character. It's like when you're in Grand Theft Auto or some other sort of video game, and it's the computer operated characters it's not the character if anyone saw the movie free guy with ryan reynolds he basically is like an npc that came to life and whatever but anyways try to act like an npc non-playable character next one comes from blig underscore slay blend in everywhere even if you're faking it again not npc uh and if you're faking it get out as soon as you inconspicuous inconspicuously can the reply here comes from Aston Vanilla. My wife never understands why I say this. Her natural inclination, inclination when traveling is to unfurl a huge paper map and erratically walk around a public space with it, in, with it in front of her, looking very confused. I'm amazed she hasn't had any possessions stolen. Uh, she looks at me like I'm crazy for discreetly leaning against the wall and using my phone to look at a map. I could easily be texting, no one will target us. Yeah, that's... But again, I mean, if your wife, if your wife, uh, I feel like, I feel like nowadays it's very, uh, I guess women, women are targets, man. But I guess uh, to a certain extent, if it's a very public place, a lot of people are willing to, willing to help, uh, you know, it's this, I'm not saying I agree with this stereotype, my friends. Okay. And let me preface this and say, I'm not, I'm not in agreement with this, with this norming of, of of gender stereotypes here, but there is this sort of like alpha dude mentality that is like you help a damsel in distress. I'm listen guys, I'm not saying that. And I'm saying that I do I disagree with that, but it exists. It just is there. So 
and I've I've known girls in the past who've like used that to their advantage, and like I, they know they are aware that it's dumb, but they're like it helps. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so next one comes from Martin Aurelius. If you're uncomfortable with your surroundings, leave. Your unconscious is more aware of your surroundings than you'd think. If something you can't figure out is telling you to go, listen to it. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think we had a little bit of, we talked a bit about this a little bit last week with the episode about um, when is your gut instinct told you whatever and that was turned out to be right or whatever so and there was a little bit of like your unconscious mind like you have a there's like a meta awareness that people have about certain situations that is very much linked to our it's not it's not foregrounded in our conscious present experience of the moment it's kind of backgrounded and it's like a it's like a program that's running in the background in your mind and it's like a meta awareness of things you know it's 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 like context right it's contextual situations and it's it's body language and it's it, that stuff we don't really we don't really um analyze in the same way we explicitly analyze something like language and you know directness with things it's like it's more about uh context and like how we put situations together how we feel a vibe right like an energy uh about a place or a person or something so next one comes from rooney's stepmom confirm the license plate and make sure you're getting in your proper lift or uber we have a reply from swaney mcswan or swanny mcswan when my wife and I were in South Africa, we took a lot of Ubers. We always confirmed the plate number, and instead of getting in, I would ask, who are you here to get? There have been too many cases of people getting into the wrong car and getting robbed, raped, or murdered, sometimes all three. We never had any issues. Additional tip, I was told, if two people are in the vehicle, it's most definitely not your Uber. And if it's followed closely by a car with more than two people, it is also most definitely not your uber this is this was an interesting one because i don't have a direct experience with this but my dad my dad again i don't know why he has all this weird knowledge but or i guess all this quote-unquote street knowledge but he uh when we were in mexico I remember we landed at the airport and my dad was very explicit about like not talking to taxi drivers outside the airport because they will just be like, like they'll hold up fake signs and they'll lure you into to a taxi and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, follow me. I know we're going hotel. Yeah, I'm with the hotel, blah, 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 blah. And if you're, if you're very innocent and ignorant of the situation, they'll like lure you back, lure you back to, uh, their taxi or whatever. And then they'll rob the shit out of you. So, uh, I, I, it's not like I've had experience with this one, but I, I know of the experience of something like that happening because it's just, yeah, that's, that's just the way it goes, man. That's some of the things you got to be aware of. So next one comes from heavy metal Sasquatch. That's, that's an awesome, I love some of these usernames, man. Uh, listen always and speak only when you need to. People don't know when to shut up. I feel like that's also very true. It reminds me of like better call Saul. Because at least he kind of, like, is talking about stuff that, like, matters to criminals. He's like, I can help you get off and all this stuff because he's, like, an actual lawyer. But they always call him, like, the talker. And like he's like, in most, in most situations, that's probably bad for you. Uh, this next one comes from Illini02. If you run public transportation and people are exhibiting antisocial behavior, smoking, playing music on their speakers, don't say anything. These people know what they are doing and are most likely looking for a fight. 
They also likely have very little to lose. Ignore it, and if it bothers you enough, get off or move at the next stop. Reply from KRE0. Yep, these people go out looking to start problems by acting like dicks, then retaliating when somebody has the gall to call them out on their shit. I've seen it happen many times. This sounds like a very New York thing. I don't know why. I feel like this just sounds like something that would happen in New York. Like people, because I mean, there's really not a whole lot of places in Canada that 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 there's like a like a like a subway in the same sense that there's like a, a quote unquote subway in New York. Like Toronto has got the Go Train and the uh, whatever it's called the the other little train that's in town. But it's not quite the same as like a subway and subway stations and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know this, uh, it definitely just feels like it's very New Yorky vibe to it. Um, anyways, so this next one comes from economy underscore position 3069. Well, if you're traveling, never randomly stop on the sidewalk to consult a map or appear visibly lost, duck into a coffee shop or something to orient yourself. This was kind of another rep- repetition of the other one, but that was interesting too, is, uh, is, Ducking into a coffee shop is a good is a good uh, piece of advice, or or uh, trying to go into a small business because those areas will probably most likely be safe. So next one comes from just browsing ninety eight seventy six fifty four. If you're in a bad neighborhood, for the love of God, stay in well lit areas. The shortcut through the alley will cost you more than the time it saves. It may just cost you your life, and that's true. So, and that's facts. Next one comes from tangy underscore cheese. Never show your watch, wallet, or phone in areas known for pickpockets. Also, don't touch your pockets if you see warning signs, because a good thief will be watching to see which pockets you put your valuables in. And when approached by somebody on the street, be mindful of who else is watching and what is behind you. Try and keep everything in front of you and don't be afraid to shout and swear at them to get attention. If someone puts a gun or knife in your face, don't be a hero. Uh, this ne- and then a reply comes from Rock, Flag, and Eagle Gold. Interesting. I Sometimes these names are so personal to people, like people's usernames, and it's like a meta thing. So like I'm trying to like guess how what that means to them. To, pe- to piggyback on safe environments... Every other minute, give a quick glance around. Occasionally look behind you real good. I grew up in a rough area and had friends get robbed and pistol whipped when I was younger. So I always developed this technique. Other good ones for rough areas. Say what's up first. I was in Harlem on the train platform about 1 a.m. And a group was coming down messing with every person they came by. I gave a wave early, what's up, and a head nod. Not a head nod down, a head nod up. And I just got back, sup, and stares as they rolled on by. I use this when passing bus stops, etc. too. Look like you're, <laughs> looks like you're the one to avoid, lol. Also, for anywhere in the U.S., if you're somewhere and there are lots of women and children, you're probably in a safe environment. But if you find yourself on a street alone or in the same environment as before and it's later and most of the women and children have left it's time to leave my street has a bike rally every year and it's very family family oriented during the day but at night it's not and for over 20 years someone has gotten shot or stabbed at that event always at night when it's 90 percent dudes yeah that would definitely make sense um bike rallies man that stuff can get wild my dad's got a friend who's a little bit of a biker and uh 
and he's he's got some wild stories about bikers and you know the the biker man biker people man those are people you do not want to mess with man bikers are fucking scary dude there's a lot of bikers like uh like the hell's angels always roll through like canada they're always in ontario quebec you know they come out west to manitoba and saskatchewan and alberta and bc because a lot of times just there's so much they drive on those big highways right the trans canada highway and they'll just drive in big convoys out there fucking i think there's, there's a couple of times i think that i've been driving to to manitoba with my dad and my dad's been like oh yeah those are some hell's angels motorcycles and i'm like oh geez um so next one comes from bspark73. If you're involved in a confrontation, pay attention to the hands. Two things. If they reach into their pockets and or under their shirt, you're most likely going to be hit with something stabbed or shot. If they're tucking their hands by their hamstring or clenching their fist while looking you up and down, you're about to get punched. Run or take the fight to them because either if either one of these things are happening, you're already the underdog. Um, and then a, a helpful reply by Awoken by Gunfire, and something like 90% of first punches in a fight are overhand rights. Very interesting. So just keep that, uh, keep that information on you while you are going about your life, my friends. Okay, um, I think this is the last one I'm going to read. So this one comes from Sad Responsibility 17 if you feel like it's a setup, it probably is. If someone's trying to rush you, don't do it. Always have an escape plan and never have a partner in crime. They will snitch. The reply comes from Montezuma's Revenge. I met this girl at the bar 10 years ago and we hit it off chatting for an hour or so. It was getting late so I told her I was taking off but would be interested in seeing her sometime. Instead of seeing her sometime, she decided to come home with me that night. We drove the whole half mile to my apartment downtown and parked on the street. As I get out of the car, she does not want to get out and is literally stalling while texting someone. I wait for a minute or two and ask if she's texting her mom or her friends that she's alright and where she's going. She says no and continues to text. I asked if she's coming up and she's like, yeah, in a few minutes. The whole situation seemed shady. She would not give me any information and kept asking me to wait to sit with her in the car and wait there. I told her she could come up or we could just go out or something on another night if she didn't feel comfortable coming up right now. And nothing. After a few minutes of this, something told me to just leave and I did. I went upstairs to my apartment, which happened to be overlooking where she parked. I kept my lights off and I went to the apartment and just stared out the window for about 15 minutes until another car pulled up. A guy got out, walked to, their, walked to her door, they chatted for a few seconds, and then they both drove away. I'm glad I wasn't shit-faced and noticed that that shit seemed off, because it probably was off. Then a reply from Ellie Fleming yeah, I think you were probably going to get robbed. Like, your apartment and, like, you and your apartment stripped. Yep. I think that is all very wonderful and very interesting advice from our friends on the internet. I want to thank every single person for tuning in to this week's episode of the Reddit Asks Us podcast. Before we head out of the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, make sure to comment, and to subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating. And also, please leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at RapChad, or at Reddit, sorry, Instagram and Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at Reddit Ask Us Podcast, where there are weekly posts. I am your host, giving you these street tips from our friends on the internet, Luke Dick. 
and I will see y'all next week. Peace.